The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. Welcome again to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. This part of the show is brought to you by Park to Go Value Valet. No hassles, no delays. That's a promise. And Churchill, Manitoba is known as the polar bear capital of the world. And for good reason, apparently, as we are about to find out. To tell us more about Churchill, Manitoba is Jillian Rexiedler. She is a senior content specialist with Travel Manitoba. The website is everythingchurchill.com. Hi, Jillian. Hello. I'm very excited to learn about Churchill, Manitoba, mostly because I would love to take a, a tour to see polar bears, as many people <laughs> would do. Uh, mm-hmm. How long has uh, Churchill, Manitoba been known as the polar bear capital of the world? How long has it been known? <laughs> I technically don't know how long it's been known as the Churchill capital of the world, but that's something certainly the residents have have um, self-proclaimed over the years. Um and they're actually, what's funny is that when you go to Churchill, and a lot of tourists don't know, is you go to Churchill, you go to the post office, and you can get a stamp in your passport, which is, I'm told, the only um, post office in Canada that will do a ceremonial stamp like this in a passport. Oh, really? That says, that says it's a little stamp of a polar bear, and then it says, Churchill, polar bear capital of the world. So <laughs> whenever they got that stamp is when the town officially became the polar bear capital of the world. So that's um, that's kind of a neat little insider traveler thing that a lot of people don't. That's cool. Yeah, it's super cute. And people, you know, travelers, and sometimes these are big travelers that come through Churchill who have been to many cool destinations. And, you know, getting filling up the passport pages is often... Mm-hmm. Um, important to travelers. Yeah, so now, uh, just for uh, basic purposes, where is it located, for those who may not know? Yeah, Churchill is um, quite removed from the rest of southern Manitoba. It's about a thousand kilometers north of Winnipeg. Um, So right along the the southwest shore of the Hudson's Bay. So it's, um, yeah, as I said, quite divorced from the south. and it's a fly-in community only. There are no roads that lead to Churchill, so the only way you can get into town is by train. Um, sorry, is by plane. Recently, there was a train line uh, mm-hmm. that operated, but it's under repair and it's closed right now due to spring flooding, and that's um, um, something that the town is dealing with right now is the closure of the rail line, and hopefully that rail line will be up and operating um, soon because tourists have caught on to that trail line, uh, that rail line, and um, those who like rail journeys loved it. Oh, I think that would be a great way to uh, head up there uh, by rail, but uh, hopefully they get that uh, started soon. How many different types of tours uh, are operated uh, up to see polar bears in Churchill, and when's the best time to, to go? Well, uh, Churchill is a seasonal destination. So before you head, say you're going to Churchill, and before you head to Churchill, you need to do your research to figure out when is the best time to go because you can't go there any time throughout the year and see them, um, see polar bears. It's entirely based on the migration patterns. So we say the peak season for viewing polar bears in Churchill is coming up. It starts usually mid-October to about the third week of November. So it's a small window, um, about five weeks, where this is the best time to see polar bears in a very um, social 
environment, so they're act- interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. They're very energetic, and um, that's when, primarily in the fall, is when um, you see you've seen those images of those massive white tundra vehicles that look like a school bus on steroids. They <laughs> they traverse the tundra very slowly, um, with full with travelers and um, kind of park yourself on the tundra and the bears are so curious and they they come right up to the vehicle. It must be quite a sight, hey? It is pretty spectacular. Um, Churchill is, it's a small town. It's 900 people. This is rural Canada. Not only is it rural Canada, it's northern rural Canada. So Mm -hmm. it's a very small and isolated town, but it's, it's has this mystical international draw that is known around the world because of its it boils down to its its unique geographic location it's at the crossroads of three ecosystems the boreal forest mm-hmm. ends at churchill the tundra begins at churchill and then you have the marine life of the hudson bay and polar bears are a marine animal because mm-hmm. they live on the pack ice for most of the year mm-hmm. so because of this location um animals migrate through polar bears primarily. We can talk about beluga whales, which is in the summer season. Uh-huh. Um, and um, it, it's become a hub for researchers um, and for scientists, climate change, people who are studying climate change, and for tourists. And obviously, historically, it's a very important cross zones for our indigenous tribes, mm-hmm. the, um, the so- Inuit to the north. The Dene of the boreal forest, and then our First Nations Cree is what we have in Manitoba. So our Cree First Nations in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so not only is it a wildlife destination, it's a Canadian history destination, and it's a cultural destination too. So how many tourists would be up there when it's polar bear watching season? Okay, for the peak season, oh, um, the number of tours. There's there's a, a handful of tour operators, um, and they may do anywhere from from one of the smaller companies may run eight to 10 tours throughout the season to Mm -hmm. one of the bigger operators might run about 22 departures. So you, um, there's different levels of way of viewing polar bears in October, November. Mm -hmm. The, the main way, as I mentioned, is you come into town, you, you stay in the town of Churchill at a hotel and then you do daily tundra vehicle tours where they take you out into the tundra you're there all day amongst the bears, viewing them, photographing them. A level of adventure one step up is the Tundra Vehicle Lodge, where there's a few operators who have a lodge, a mobile lodge that they park on the tundra, where you can sleep, dine, view bears 24-7. <laughs> so you don't stay in the town of Churchill, you actually stay at the lodge. So wow. you're, very, you're much more remote. Yeah. And... Um, you're parked in the middle of of the tundra, and you're staying. It's very um, rustic, rustic accommodations in the sense that it's dormitory style. It's kind yeah. of like train like um, bunk style uh-huh. bedding, um, but it's very like you develop a great relationship with those people who are also on the tundra vehicle lodge with you because you're you're there for multiple nights um, together, eating, sleeping, dining. And then we have another operator up in Churchill named Churchill Wild, and they're the only operators who do 
walking tours with polar bears. So they own remote lodges, which are a short flight from Churchill. So you have to get up to Churchill and then you take an even smaller plane, like a float plane, mm-hmm. um, to their remote eco-lodges. And at these eco-lodges, they don't have those mammoth vehicles. They they have um, guides. We call them polar bear whispers because they understand the social behaviors and polar bears so well. So these guides will take you out on, on tundra treks, walks, to approach polar bears by foot. Wow. So, that's the extreme adventure level because you <laughs> you have no barriers. You're on the ground. You're eye to eye with the bears as opposed to when the other tours where you're usually in the vehicle, so you're a little bit higher up out of safety. Pretty amazing. The bears. So there's there's kind of those three different levels. And, um, yeah, tours from around the world come to Churchill, um, primarily in the October-November season. Because it's such a small window of an opportunity, I guess if you're planning to do this, you better plan ahead, right? You don't want to leave this to the last minute. Yes, and uh, it's often one of those bucket list tours that take a few years to plan and to commit to. People often book a year or two ahead, and 90% of the travelers, 95% of the travelers up there are on package tours that these tour operators offer, and Mm -hmm. that in the fall time is the best and the easiest and most convenient way to to get the full experience. Well, it sounds pretty amazing. We didn't even get into the beluga whales and all the other things that you can do in Churchill. So I guess we'll have to we'll have to invite you back on and you can find out uh, all the information on the website everythingchurchhill.com. Jillian Rexiedler is the senior content specialist with Travel Manitoba. We could go on and on, Jillian, so we'll have to have you back on for uh, another segment for sure. Absolutely. We want to talk about Northern Lights in Churchill, too, because it's a great destination for Northern Lights. Thanks for your time, Jillian. Appreciate it. You're welcome. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.